This is a shir on Likutei Sichai's book 21, the portion of Bai, the first Sicha. On the verse, we're getting to the drama and the excitement of going out of Egypt. At this stage, we're going to analyze the Pasuk, Ko Amar Hashem, Sof Ser Hashem, which I will translate in English, at around midnight, I will go out into Egypt and um, for the purpose of smiting the firstborns. So we have to take into context who's speaking here, Vayomer, this is Hashem, this is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to Paro, saying, Ko Amar Hashem, so said Hashem, you would expect him to do a direct quote, I'm going out at midnight, but it doesn't say at midnight, it says ka chatzot alayla. In Hebrew, if you want to say at midnight, you would assume he would say bachatzot alayla, at midnight. But it doesn't say with a chaf, which usually means like midnight. Like, you know what I mean? Like back then, they didn't use like. And you said like, it meant it was approximate. So Rashi brings two interpretations. Number one, Rashi says there's Peshuto, there's the simple meaning, to make the verse fit into the words. And that is, is not telling us at midnight, rather the word here, is would be like saying it's, it's, a, it's, it's a verb. In other words, when the night divides, Rather than being at midnight, which would be a noun, chatzot is a noun. At midnight, it's kachatzot is kehachatzot, like when the night divides. So that fits to say kachatzot would mean when the night divides. Okay. In other words, it's a pu'ula, it's, it's an act, it's a verb here. And Rashi brings several examples of how this can work based on other verses. Second interpretation Rashi brings for this ka the chaf, which says approximate like, he says, no, it actually is not when the night splits, which would be an exact moment. Rather, at approximately midnight. Why would Hashem have used such language? And our sages expounded and said that Hashem didn't say it that way. Moshe Rabbeinu said, approximately midnight, why? Because maybe the stargazers of Paro will err in their... They don't have access to an atomic clock. And the, the access they have to timekeepers may make them make an err, a, a mistake in their judgment of the time. And they're going to say, Moshe, they're going to say, Moshe is untruthful. He said that Hashem is coming at midnight. He didn't come at midnight because they're because their clock was running off. Not exactly. So therefore, Rashi says, therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm not going to tell them at midnight. I'm going to tell them at approximately midnight. This way, in case their clocks are not exact, they're not going to be looking to catch me out. Rashi continues, but Hashem, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. Quoting Hashem, Kadosh Baruch Hu, Yodeya itav urega'av, Hashem who knows his moments and his times, Amar Bachatzot, he said definitively at midnight. So again, two ways of learning it. It's either that the ka has nothing to do with approximation. Rather, it's saying when the night divides or 
It is an approximation, but not because Hashem gave an approximate time. Because Moshe Rabbeinu instilled within the words an approximation so that nobody should make a mistake and think it's his mistake. They would be making a mistake and then they would try to, it would lose the effectivity of him being exact. So Mizrahi says that the difficulty, why does Rashi have to comment here? What's the difficulty in the Pasuk? Rashi's coming to remember Rashi when he when when he when Rashi takes a simple verse like this, which speaks about Chatzot Alayla and starts putting in interpretations, it means that there's something that's not so simple. If it's simple, he doesn't have to explain it. So the Mizrahi, one of the foremost commentators on Rashi, he says that the difficulty that Rashi is coming to address is that the Gemara, like the Gemara says. Is there any safek? Is there any doubt before Hashem? In other words, the word ka sounds like an approximation. Sounds like I'm not sure. You know, when are you going to be coming? Uh, around five o'clock. Okay, you, you say around five o'clock if you're not sure. The traffic is like, you're not sure. You know, but but if you're God, you have to say around five o'clock, around midnight, just say midnight. In other words, if you want to say, that so Rashi gives two ways of learning it now. If we say that it's turning into a verb, so now when we say it's not approximately midnight. Rather, it's telling us. Um, in other words, if we don't learn it, um, if we don't learn it in in the in the uh, creative way Rashi gives us that it's a verb. Rather, we learn that it's a time. So we have an issue with the like midnight. It's an approximation. There shouldn't be an approximation when it comes to Hashem. And that's why Rashi gives two ways of learning it. Either it means when the night divides, and then the chaf is not an approximation. It's just a way of describing that. Or it means that Hashem did say at midnight, just Moshe Rabbeinu, inserted his own approximation so as not to allow anybody um, to make a mistake. Okay, simple. However, not so simple. Paragraph two, we have to understand. What is the imperative to say that the chaf of chatzot That when when the word chaf as like chatzot is used, that it has to be meaning something doubtful. We know that why can't we just say that Hashem was planning to do it around midnight? Who's, who's why does it have to be exactly at midnight? In other words, what are we bothered with? Oh. It says kachatzot approximately midnight. Hashem doesn't know when he's coming. Maybe Hashem wasn't interested in giving an exact time. Maybe it's not important. Does he have, does he have to always be uh, punctual? Can he sometimes say, I'll come, I'll come around 5. What's wrong with that? I'll come around 12. Especially, there's a commentary called the Levush. And he asks, even when a person says an approximate time, it doesn't mean that he doesn't know. It's just that it's not important to, to say the exact time. Somebody asks, uh, how, how many marbles are there? Say around 10. Even if you know there's 11 or you know there's 13. Like, it's not always so important. We don't always have to live in an exact, uh, definitive 
state of being. So he said, he said around 12. Why can't you say that? Why can't, why, why isn't it not proper to say that Hashem was perhaps just giving an approximation? Is because when did Hashem actually appear? When you read the story of Hashem coming, it says very clearly in the Posset, It was at the middle of the night by Hashem, and Hashem came and smote every firstborn. So we see that Hashem did come precisely at midnight. Ah, if so, we have to explain why does he say approximately midnight. Now, however, what we're saying now is that Rashi is forced to say that the, that Hashem did say a precise time, and therefore we have to explain why is it using a chaf, which seems to talk about impreciseness. It has to be precise because later on the, the Torah describes, and it was, was in the middle of the night. If that's Rashi's imperative, he should quote that later verse. Indeed, it's in the same parasha. It's only a couple of tens of psukim later, but if that's what you base your whole interpretation on, if that's why you're trying to dissect here what the word kachatzot means, an approximation of midnight, and the way you know it can't be approximately is because in a couple of psukim it says it was at midnight, so Rashi does not rely on what the five-year-old doesn't hasn't yet learned. He hasn't yet learned that it's, the Torah says, that the action took place at midnight exactly. If that's the basis of him having a question here, he should pose the question by quoting the future verse that says it was at midnight. Especially that there's a earlier reference to the splitting of the night of Pesach when Avraham took up the battle. Remember, there were four kings that defeated the five kings. Avraham heard that his nephew was taken hostage, Lot, who was with Sodom. So he went and did battle with the four kings. And he was successful. And it says, The night was divided, and he was successful in the battle. What does it mean the night was divided? Rashi there brings from a medrash that the night was divided. The first half of the night was for Abraham's miraculous victory. Second half of the night was being kept to the midnight where the Egyptians need to be dealt with. The Jews need the miracles in Egypt. In other words, the midnight is not connected to the moment of midnight, it seems. It seems it has to do with the second half of the night in general. So if that is the case, that we already know that there's a second half of a night that's being reserved for Hashem's miracles in Egypt, if Rashi wants to say that the moment of midnight is a precise moment, and he then has to explain why the Pasuk identifies it here as an imprecise moment. So he should bring the Pasuk that forces him to say it's a precise moment, which is, So it would seem to be, though, which leads us to say that there's something in our verse itself which requires us to look for a interpretation of what does this and if you want to read it simply, says Rashi, it means when the night divides. You can't say it's an approximation. But we have to understand why not, as we will explain. Paragraph 3. Also, we have to understand, Rashi gave two, um, two, two, two opinions, right? Two interpretations. One interpretation is, 
that the word kachatzot here means as the night divides, when the night divides. The other one is that Moshe was the one who said kachatzot, approximately midnight. Hashem said bachatzot. Rashi says the first interpretation is pshat, is simple meaning. The second one is medrash, is an expounding. Why does one sound better than the other? It doesn't sound so outlandish to say that Hashem said at midnight and Moshe changed it so to make sure that nobody makes a mistake. That sounds pretty straightforward. Why does Rashi say that that pshat is a drash? It's a it's an expounding. It's not the literal. And the other interpretation, which is as the night divides, is more literal. Who says? So you can't say that um, you can't say that it simply fits the word that chatzot is a Ken um, Sorry, one second. is you can't say that chatzot is not a a um, really a noun. For midnight, right? Why not? Because we already have the word midnight several times in two other times in the Torah already till now, and it always it is a noun. It's always midnight, not when the night divides. So, 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 which would mean that it would be simple to say kachatzot means approximately midnight. <laughs> so why is Rashi saying that that's not pshat? So. If where it says chatzot, it's really a noun, so why shouldn't we say here that the simple reading of the Pashat is approximately midnight? Why is the simple reading when the night divides? And also, the second question, what does Rashi mean in his second interpretation that maybe there will be a mistake made, and they will say that Moshe is, is, is speaking falsely, why should Moshe assume with such definitiveness that the, um, that the, that the, that the gazers are going to make a mistake? How is Moshe so sure? Why, why, why is that such a such a definite thing? Another thing is, number three, in the end of Rashi, he adds, but Hashem knows his time and Hashem knows his moments. So Hashem said, at midnight. So it's also not understood. When Rashi brings, even when Rashi brings a medrash, he only brings those things that are important for the explanation of the literal meaning of the verse. He, the Rashi does not bring, there's many, many, many medrashim on the Torah. Rashi does not bring all those medrashim. So we have to understand in our case, even though it is taken from the medrash from Rabotenu, from what our rabbis expound, why do we have to say that Hashem said at midnight and Moshe Rabbeinu changed the language, it says approximately midnight. You could say that Hashem said Again, as we asked earlier, that Hashem told Moshe, tell him that Hashem said approximately midnight. Now, why do we have to say that Hashem said at midnight and Moshe Rabbeinu decided to change it? Maybe Hashem said approximately midnight for the same reason that, that we say that Moshe Rabbeinu changed it. Maybe Hashem figured 
in advance, who's telling Moshe, don't give a definite time because Paro may get it wrong and then he'll think you're false. Another thing, for, in the question number four, why does Rashi quote from the verse also the word halayla? Kachatzot halayla. Really, it says kachatzot, which is at midnight. Um, it, the word layla really is not being interpreted here. The word chatzot is being interpreted. So we've we've asked many questions. Um, asked many questions. Basically, what's bothering us is it seems to be a a, a, a it seems to be a straightforward thing. Kachatzot halayla could have just meant that Hashem said it's an approximation. Rashi brings two interpretations. One is when the night divides, and he says that's the simple way of learning it. Approximately, Chatzot is not a simple way of learning it. Why? Why did? Why? Why can't we just say that Hashem actually said approximately? And, and the various questions we asked. Now we're going to tie it all together by giving a deeper reading into what's happening here. Paragraph four. We'll understand all this by first taking a look at the language of Rashi here. He says. When he says, when the night divides, he says, this is the simple meaning, to settle the Pasuk, to, to, to make the Pasuk work. What's the English that we give it? Probably a, a better translation than I'm giving. Oh, we don't have numbers here? Oh, paragraph four. Which fits, with, fits in with its context. This is the simple meaning which fits in with its context. I mean, why does Rashi saying that? Rashi doesn't always, Rashi very often says, this is the simple, and there's a, a, a and there's a medrash. He doesn't usually say, this is the simple, to fit it into its context. There's something here that Rashi's alluding to. Well, Rashi's telling us here as follows, that in the, in, in the difficulty of the words, approximately midnight, which is what Rashi is coming to address. The difficulty is not the word kachatzot. The difficulty is also not that, how can you say approximate about Hashem? The difficulty is the context of the Pasuk, the simple understanding of the Pasuk. And I want to give you, says Rashi, I want to give you a, a, a meaning that can fit the simple context of the Pasuk. Why? What is the simple context of the Pasuk? Here, the explanation is, when you read the, the verse, so said Hashem, at midnight I'm coming into Egypt to do a plague. Right away there's a very simple question. Lemai naf kamina, what's the difference? Why does Hashem give a definitive time here that it's going to be at midnight? What's the purpose of giving a time? You can't say, what would you say? Why does Hashem give a time? You would say, Hashem gives a time Maybe to tell Paroi when it's coming. But most of the plagues he doesn't. Why this plague does he? Even at the times that he does give a time, Dever, by the pestilence that kills the animals, Barod by the hail, Arbe by the locust. So when it's the plague by the animals, and when it's the locust, we know why Hashem gave it time. Hashem said tomorrow, but he didn't give it an hour. By hail, Hashem did say, Here's the sign on the wall. When the sun gets, he made a, a line on the wall. He made a scratch on the wall. He said, when the sun gets to this same place in the wall, the hail is going to come. But there's a special reason for that. The reason is 
because it says, we read, what happened to the God-fearing Egyptians? Mm-hmm. The people that feared God, because they had so much experience already with seven plagues, they brought in their cattle from the field into the home to protect their cattle. So now we know, so in those plagues, it's because there's a way to save yourself in some way. Hashem gives a warning and says, hang on. Also, you said about Pare, right? You have your footnote that says there's another thing, and that is to get Paro to know when his deadline is. He, he has a he has till tomorrow to change his mind, right? So there's a purpose to giving a time. And by the way, here where Hashem says midnight, he didn't say which day. It doesn't help. He he didn't say when he's coming. He said, tell, tell Pari, I'm coming at midnight. He just gave a time of the day. When are we going to meet? Yeah, 5 o'clock. But which day? Oh, no. <laughs> we'll figure out which day. 12 o'clock midnight, I'm coming. There's no day. So it's not going to be a helpful Pari. It's not, it's, it's, it, there doesn't seem to be any purpose to it. So we have to say, why does Hashem say that he's going to come at midnight? What's the, what's the function of giving this exact time of midnight? It's not in order to give a, an advance notice about when the plague is going to come. But it's to explain something unique, to explain about the quality, to explain about the, the nature of this particular plague, which is different than the other plagues. This particular plague is kachatzot alayla. This is a plague that's happening at midnight, and because it's happening at midnight, what it what it what it points out is that ani yotze. How does the language of Hashem speaking here is kachatzot alayla? Ko amar Hashem so says Hashem kachatzot alayla at midnight ani yotze betoch mitzayim. I'm coming out into Egypt to smite. In other words, Hashem says I myself am coming to do this plague, like it says. So be known that there's no one like Hashem. So when we say, Hashem is trying to say, this is something unique, and I'm coming out to do this plague. However, we have to understand what's so special. If, if, if Hashem is trying to point out that this is a different kind of quality of plague, different story in, entirely, I'm going to go out and do this plague. How is that represented in the concept of midnight? On the contrary, if he says approximately midnight, that seems to diminish the direct involvement of Hashem because Hashem knows how to be exact. If he's giving an approximate and he's saying, I'm going out, on the contrary, when we did the, when, when Hashem did the Makkah, the plague of hail, <clears throat> it came in an exact time. Right, there was a scratch on the wall, and that time of the day that the sun came to the exact same place is when the hail started. And here, if Hashem wants to bring out that this plague is qualitatively different, it's more that Hashem is more involved, He's directly doing it. Why is He giving a language which is less godly, which is approximate? God doesn't have to speak in approximation. So Rashi says, no, when you learn this, when you want to take the context that this is Hashem saying, I personally am going to go out, so to speak, to do this plague, paragraph 5 says, Rashi, it doesn't mean approximately midnight. In this context, where we're trying to talk about Hashem doing himself, it means when the night splits. Um, This actually brings out a much more preciseness than even saying at midnight. Why? 
There's two ways you could speak about midnight. You could say at midnight, or you could say when the night divides. What's the difference? Midnight is a certain time. When you talk about the night dividing, there's actually, it's there's no amount of time. In other words, when I talk about when the night divides, if I divide something equally, what's left in the middle? Nothing. At midnight would mean there's a second, a moment, a, a millisecond, which is midnight. If I say as the night divides, it's either this half of the night or the other half of the night. There's a precise, minuscule, not even minuscule, under, infinite space <laughs> between them, infinite for the for, for downgrade in, in the opposite of, 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 of infinite. In other words, where 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 there's, there who, who could figure that out? Only Hashem. So that's why he says that this, Division of night. Hashem is talking about a plague where he's going out to do this plague. It's qualitatively different. And the way to identify the specialty of it is Hashem says, I, I'm not going to tell you when it is. I'm not telling you what day it is. I'm, this is not about saying what day it is. This is about telling you it's a kind of plague which I'm going to do myself and it's going to be at a time and in a, in, in a way which is only available for Hashem to make to, to operate with this kind of preciseness within a time that's actually not a time. Because the night gets divided into two, and he's going to do it at the exact middle. And that's why he says, As the night divides, I, Hashem, am going out to do this plague. It's a totally different, because Hashem knows how to calculate the time. Hashem can do it at precisely that time that he says, as the night divides. So this would explain why Rashi looking at the context of this plague with the time being identified and it seemingly the time being identified is connected with chatzot and, and the chatzot is connected with the midnight's connected with ani yotzei and this plague is different than the other ones I'm going to actually do it myself says Rashi based on this context the word kachatzot alayla is telling us something which is godly in other words telling us something which is beyond the scope of putting into words at the fine time, this is, as the night divides, where God can actually sit in between those two parts of the night and do it at exactly that time because Hashem knows and controls and 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 and, and, and defines time. Paragraph 6, that's nice. However, what we have to understand now is why is then the word used, which can be read two ways. In other words, in order to say as the night splits, Rashi had to bring several other scriptural uh, um, proofs that the Pasuk can be speaking like that. That it doesn't mean approximately midnight, but it means as the night divides. It's a verb, as the, as the night divides. Rashi, it wasn't simple. So, if so, um, and also the proofs that Rashi brings to say as the night divides are not 100% equivalent to our case because in those two other proofs, they're talking about a night dividing and it's a beginning of a continuation of the time. Here, we're not talking about the second half. Here, we're talking about the point, the literal point in between the two. 
which could have been defined also as at midnight. In other words, it really, if Hashem says at midnight, in a sense, you could also read it to be that it's exactly the point. Because even if we say at midnight, when is midnight? The middle of the night. So again, you could still understand it with that preciseness that you pull apart the two sides of the night and it's and it's there. So that's why Rashi says that yes, it does fit the context as the night divides, but it's still not 100% smooth. That's not the, there's still something, it didn't have to be written this way nonetheless. If we can find something else that explains the chaf to actually mean approximation, that will be another way of looking at it. And at least as a second interpretation, at least as a med, as to bring that medrash will be valid here because it will give us a, 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 a an alternate way of understanding why the chaf is there as an approximation. So he says, he brings the Medrash. Second Pirush is, and even though this, this second Pirush doesn't really fit the literal reading so much, but the second Pirush is a Drash, and it says that, that Moshe said, so said Hashem, and he doesn't actually quote Hashem. He changes the word of Hashem from Bachatzot, which Hashem had said, and he says Kachatzot, approximately midnight. However, even according to that, it's Hashem who knows, Hashem knows his times and his minutes. And therefore, as the Gemara said, is there any doubt before Hashem? And therefore, Hashem did say Bachatzot. He did say at midnight. And that's, and that's why he says at midnight, I am going out in Egypt. Um, because if not... There's really, if he doesn't continue, carry on and say, in other words, we asked, what did we ask? We asked, maybe Hashem said approximately midnight. But no. What we're saying now is Hashem was trying to give context why I'm going out. The reason he's, I said Hashem is, is connected with the specificness, with the detail of at midnight, but Moshe doesn't say at midnight. Well, Hashem did. To say that Hashem didn't would take away the whole point here. Hashem was saying this is something that only I can do because it's I'm going to come at it exactly midnight in a way that only I can perform. Moshe changes it. He says, because he doesn't want anybody to get the time wrong and to think that somehow he was saying something that didn't come true. What is the, the what is the uh, the drash Rabbi Seinu when our rabbis expound and say that Hashem said it was at midnight, but Moshe Rabbeinu says approximately midnight, um, is because Moshe Rabbeinu was scared maybe there'll be a mistake, and definitely though, how can how can he misrepresent Hashem? But it's definite that this itself was the will of Hashem. And it's possible that Hashem even told him. There's a footnote here which tells us a very important, um, very important um, um, rule. It is possible, even not just that Moshe Rabbeinu understood that this is the way he should communicate Hashem's word, so it's not taken to a mistake, which he has, he has license for that. It's possible even Hashem told him, "I'm saying Bachat Zot you relay it, 
in a way where it's approximate. I, we don't see that in Hashem's instruction to Moshe. There are many things which we don't see Hashem instructing Moshe. The only way we know about them is because we later see that Moshe relays it to the people. There's, there are many places in the Torah where we only see Hashem speaking to Moshe. And we don't hear Moshe telling it to the people. The Torah just didn't tell us. But obviously Moshe did tell it to the people he was instructed to, so for sure he did. And in the reverse, sometimes we find Moshe speaking to the, to the Jews, quoting Hashem, but we don't ever hear Hashem telling Moshe to say it. It can all be true. Not every detail of what Hashem told Moshe, what Moshe told the Bnei Sol is recorded in the Torah. So here, if Moshe said, Kachatzot, Definitely what we're saying is Hashem said Bachatzot. Whether he had, and Moshe knew he has permission from Hashem, and Hashem would like that he speak in a way that no mistake should be made. The Egyptians shouldn't, the whole point is to prove Hashem's truth. If he's going to say it in a way which can leave that a certain doubt, then that's not the way he should say it. Say approximately midnight, because they may make a mistake. But it's possible even Hashem told him directly to do that. Therefore, but it's a drash. Because in Pshat, in simple reading, we don't know that there were two different sayings, that Hashem said Bachatzait and Moshe said Kachatzait. In the simple reading of the verse, Moshe says, so said Hashem, Kachatzot Alayla at approximately midnight. That can't be. If Hashem is trying to bring a point that I'm going out into Egypt, he had to say it precisely. So that's what Rashi says. In that context, there's a Pshat. The Pshat is as the night divides. And that's really only godly. Paragraph 7. More than this, it seems that we could still ask a question which would to totally negate this first interpretation when the night divides. If when the night divides is a, a moment of time which only Hashem can define, again, because if we've, if we've consummately divided the night, that point in between is such a fine point, such a subtle point, only Hashem really knows when it is a person can't even figure that time out so what does it help to what does it help to tell paroi coming at that at midnight nobody's gonna be able to figure it out they won't know if it was true or not so that's why rashi brings the medrash and he adds a word he says Who's going to make a mistake? If I say, when he brings the Medrash and he says that Moshe changed it to an approximation, why? Because there'll be a mistake made. Who's going to make the mistake? He says, it's tagnune, it's tagnine pare. The stargazers, the magicians, the, the wise people of pare will make a mistake. Not pare and his servants. Because to get the moment of midnight, when the night divides, and that undefined moment, the regular, the regular people won't get it. Only if somebody has access to some kind of a divine kind of or spiritual kind of wisdom like the stargazers, they may be able to think they know when it's midnight, but they may make a mistake. Um, and we find that the only ones that may possibly have been able to, 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 to get to that moment of midnight, which is usually humanly impossible to figure out, would be the stargazers of Pari, because they had access, they were gazers of stars, of the constellations, and usually they would see 
they would see truthful things. They came, they came with all kinds of reports, all kinds of prognosis, all kinds of predictions of what would happen based on what they could read from the stars and the constellations. And Pare made many decisions based on those, based on those observations. And generally speaking, they would be able to know it exactly when Hashem is doing it. And they would probably know it's exactly at the at the split of the night, but they may make a mistake. So therefore, on the one hand, when we once we bring in the stargazers, now it makes sense. The first shot, which is literally that Hashem said, and Moshe told them, when the night splits, it's going to happen because I'm doing this plague. Who would know? The stargazers would know. On the other hand, if Moshe Rabbeinu made an approximation, because somebody will make a mistake, it's also just the stargazers will make a mistake. Because Paro wouldn't even expect to be able to figure out when exactly midnight would be, so he wouldn't be able to challenge Moshe with, you made a mistake. But the stargazers may be able to. And then, what, fin what we finish off is, Rashi adds something. He says, but Hashem knows his moments and his times. And he said, at midnight. According to the Medrash, where Hashem did say, Bachatzot, so okay, we have we have two two ways of see of, of learning it. In other words, the way we're learning this whole this whole this whole story is Hashem comes and he wants to say this is the apex, this is the 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 the, the top of all plagues, and there's a change going on here. I'm coming to do this plague. And in order to introduce it, it says it's going to be precisely at midnight. What's special about midnight is the first shot is Rashi says where the night divides and, and you, it's impossible to define that moment. It's a godly kind of ability. Or he says, I'm going to do it at midnight exactly, which is also almost the same thing. But the ka, the approximate is that Moshe related in a way that it's approximate so that the stargazers shouldn't make a mistake. If they're a little bit off, they shouldn't think that they caught Moshe had a mistake. But the, the way Rashi culminates this second interpretation is, but Hashem, the, the stargazers may make a mistake. But Hashem knows his times exactly. And therefore he said, at midnight. So paragraph 8, the Rebbe brings in here, that this language, Hashem knows his times, Rashi is recalling us, he's giving out that same language to recall an earlier interpretation at the very beginning of the Torah, which is, the Torah says, an enigmatic thing. We say it every Shabbos. Did Hashem create on heaven, heavens and earth? He created how many days? The six days. What did he do on the seventh day? rested. But every week we say time and time again, Hashem finished creation on the seventh day. He's supposed to rest on the seventh day. How did he finish on the seventh day? So one of the one of the interpretations is, what was the world lacking? The world had everything in six days. What was it missing? Menucha, rest. So by definition, when the Shabbos came, the world was completed because that's when it got its rest. So he created, he finished the world not by creating something, but by the absence of creating, which was rest, that's one shot. Then Rashi also brings what Rabbi Shimon says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem who knows exact timing, comes into the Shabbos, he finishes it as if one hairbreadth into Shabbos. In other words, we know sometimes we come pretty close to Shabbos, you know, it's, it's, uh, we slide into third base as it's uh, into the home base, whatever it is you slide in, as as it's as the sun is setting, but we always want to make sure we light candles eighteen minutes earlier because we don't want to get caught in that predicament. Even sunset, uh, we go into Ben Ashmosh. But whatever the case is, we, we can't be precise. 
Hashem can come direct exactly to the end of the sixth day, at the beginning of the seventh, precisely. It looks like it's already the seventh day, but it's not because he can he can get it so precise. just like a hair. What does it mean, in other words? A person can be very, very, very uh, um, exact and get to a moment. But even that moment, if he gets an exact, if it's a precise moment he reaches, there's also some kind of substance to that amount of time. Right? Even when we say rega kememre, that a, 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 a moment like as, a moment, a moment as long as it says to say a moment. But there's three letters in the word rega. Reish gimel ayin. So even if you say, as long as it, say, it takes to say rega, rega is still, there's still a, a, an amount of, a, a, sub, a sub, substantive, uh, whatever. There's still an amount of time that's included in the amount of time it takes to say rega. When we talk about a hair, it means that it's we're referring here to the smallest point of time that is possible, which actually humanly is not possible to even define. Even the stargazers and even Bilam. What does it say about Bilam? How did Bilam? How did Bilam get to cursing the Jews? It says he knew that there's a moment of in Hashem's day, in the 24 hours of Hashem, where Hashem has zam, Hashem has anger, and if you can get that split second, nanosecond, less than nanosecond, that that instant where Hashem has little anger, and you curse the Jews at that time, you have access to be able to do something to them. But most people have no idea when that moment is. They're just like, as as language ba'aruba. They're just like a a a, a, a blind person in um, in the chimney. I think that's uh, a language. It's a language brought from the Gemara. In other words, it's like fishing in the dark. You won't know. Bilam had access to this. There's a there's a um, and therefore. It's only Hashem who can figure out, who can define when that moment is. In in a footnote here, the Rebbe brings, before we said that the stargazers, they would be able to figure out when midnight is, when that moment that Hashem means is. In a way, what we're discussing now is such a fineness, such a finesse, where even, even the stargazers wouldn't know because um, Bilam had access, Bilam was on par with Moshe. It says that that Hashem says amongst the Jews there was never as great a prophet as Moshe amongst the Jews. But amongst the non-Jews there was, and who was that? Bilam. So Bilam had access to be able to figure out when Hashem's anger, the, 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 the instant of Hashem's anger. By the way, those days when Bilam was trying to curse the Jews, it says that Hashem, even that instant of anger, for, for, foregoed that anger. He covered up that anger. There was no anger those days. So Bilam says, Ma'ekov, Lokav Hashem, how can I curse? Hashem doesn't curse. Ma'ezom, how can I create anger? Loza'am Hashem. Hashem, all these days, where I'm trying to access him, is not being angry, even that instant. But Bilam would have had that access. The stargazers of Paro probably wouldn't have had that access to get that precise moment. So that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was scared. Hashem knows his time exactly. And even these wise stargazers wouldn't be able to access that one instant. And Rashi gives us a hint to this 
what he's taught us about the sixth day, going to the seventh day, that Hashem goes into the seventh day and it looks like he's entered the seventh day, but he really hasn't. But nobody can discern. Only it's it's a godly thing to be able to get such precision in time, which is really beyond time. So Hashem said Bachatzot at midnight, and Moshe changed it so that the stargazer shouldn't catch him, so to speak, in a mistake. So now what we're understanding is when it says Bachatzot at midnight, it doesn't just mean the moment of midnight. A person could also figure out a moment of midnight. At least with a lot of bother, and the Ibn Ezra has a language here. Ibn Ezra says a person could also figure out midnight, the exact moment of midnight, but Torah Gadol with great um, with great effort, with big instruments of copper. I'm not sure what instruments were existent at the time of the Ibn Ezra, it's place, six, seven hundred years ago, perhaps. Uh, but whatever astronomical or, or, or time measuring instruments they had. At the time, it was obviously big instruments and they were copper. So Ebenezer was saying it's possible to figure out the moment of midnight, but not when we talk about Hashem, the way he knows time, which what it meant in the seven days of creation, six days of creation was that Hashem knows time like like, 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 a, like a hair. In other words, in a, in a way that humans can't figure it out. And in that context, Hashem, uh, Moshe said, I'm going to change the language to be kachatzot, to be an approximation, because if I leave it exact, the other humans, even the stargazers, they make they'll they'll make a mistake and they won't think that I've stuck to the exactness. So this is the the interpretation of this particular Rashi.